cease and desist at once. The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's John Holmberg here, and this rerun of a Brady Report, which is probably a good one, is brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And if you haven't gotten the calendar yet, well, you should do it. Hooters calendars are on sale right now. 2024 is creeping up on us, and the calendar from Hooters is there. And it features 19 Arizona Hooters girls, including our friends Avery and Olivia. Plus, each calendar includes $150 worth of coupons and a collector's cup. Pretty cool. Get your 2024 calendar today for $16.99 only at Hooters Brady. Report it again. We, we want to wish uh, Morning Sickness good luck to Laya Dow Dow. She's 15 years old. She's a Vietnamese girl, a Vietnamese <laughs> girl. Vietnamese. <laughs> you said it again. Because I looked at it the first time. <laughs> Vietnamese. <laughs> a Vietnamese girl who has a 17-pound facial tumor. Oh, where is she? Where's the photos? Vietnam. Some, no, oh, she's no, in Miami. Internet. <laughs> She's, she's in Miami. Yeah, she's in Miami because that's where the procedure's going to happen. Oh. Couldn't come up with a place She'd closer to Vietnam than no Miami. Treatment, no treatment for the last 10 years. Dr. Jesus Gomez performing the surgery. All right, go get him, Jesus. Has to do this because... Yeah, you're making out that, okay. Yeah. Something that started like a small black bean at the tongue now has become a huge tumor, 17 pounds. She needs to have it because she's having problem eating yeah, and her ability to, to speak. Here is your picture, John. Oh, you have it? Holy moly. Look at that kid. Oh, my God. Yep, we need to get all over that. Toledo, pop that up on the website. It's not normal, is it? Eric, let's have a, wow, let's take a gander. At oh, my bag. God. Yeah, she looks like she's got an octopus attached to her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get that removed earlier? How it's in the world do you let it get to that point? That's just, the parents need to go to jail. Just like the last girl that had the 20-pound tumor on her face. It's like, well, now we need to do yeah, something. Yeah, like three pounds. Say, yeah, I'll give you up to three pounds. Because you're thinking after two pounds, well, it's definitely not getting bigger than this. It's <laughs> going to start going back. But once it gets to three pounds, 17, that's 14 pounds too many. You waited too long. She also said she's tired of touring around as Pelican Girl. Yeah. She's always cast as a pelican. She wants to be a serious actress. So then they fly her to Miami. I was like, that sitting next to you on the plane. Man, oh man, that's gross. How do you start that conversation? So, what do you... uh, Oh my God! (laughs) Why you get that thing in your face? And you have to not stare at it while you talk to her? No, I would just... I'd stare at it the whole time I'm eating my cookies. You're going to eat your uh, peanuts? Or does that octopus on your mouth make it so you can't? I went to high school with a girl that <laughs> had the... I know, the, I have octopus on my mouth. He's a tumor. Go for uh, surgery. When he mentioned the uh, tip of the... It started in the tongue. There's a girl that I went to high school with, and we called her the bubblegum girl, but she had... It, it started... I guess it was her cheek or tongue, but flesh came out of her mouth. And so she had this... It just looked like a giant... 
pink wad of bazooka and it just hung out of her mouth. <laughs> Maybe she was the Hubba Bubba girl. <laughs> That's what we called a bubblegum girl. Wait a minute. Did your skin was just growing out it of her mouth? It was the inside of her cheek. Yeah, that growing came out. out. A, yeah, a glob. It just hung outside of her and mouth. And she just didn't take scissors to it one day? And you, excru- you can't. Yes, you can. Well, bubblegum girl toured around for at least three years. <laughs> Did anybody go out with her? Why didn't she stuff no it in her? No one that I knew of. Hole. She just stuffed it in her mouth. She couldn't. It, that's how it was like puffed out that it grew out that way. You can't. And so it, just, it wasn't mobile. It, was, it looked like she was blowing a bubble. It was on the side of the mouth. Right. And it came bulging out. Let I me mean, ask you this, I don't, Brady. It was so, so it big that you couldn't, you couldn't stuff it Besides in. that, was she attractive? Yeah. Not she really. Have nice boobs? No. That's what well, Eric's asking. Did she develop into a bubblegum woman? <laughs> I think the helmet was so distracting. Yeah, that, you didn't um, even notice. She wasn't. She was skinny. She, she did. You, did someone have the dare to take her to prom? No, but I think she went to some outings. Did she? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by Dentine. <laughs> so bubble, you're eat those peanuts bubble yum. Or not? <laughs> you get that on one side. You get bubblegum girl on the other. <laughs> I'm never flying Delta. He's got again. a great text. I'm going with false, false, true, false, false on the radio. <laughs> no report. kidding. I'm, I'm agreeing. <laughs> Finally, in Kinshasa, in the Congo. Party right. town. It's a party town. Big party town. Well, police in Congo have arrested 13 suspected sorcerers. <laughs> <laughs> accused See, of, what the hell? Accused of using black magic to steal or shrink men's penises. <laughs> after the town panicked because it's happened before. These uh, witch doctors can put a curse on somebody and your testicles shrink up and uh, your penis disappears. According to, uh, well, there are 14 victims that happened to what was 12 12 suspected uh, penis snatchers were beaten to death (laughs) by angry mobs because they were accused of... You said penis snatchers. Yep. It's dirty like eight different directions. But uh, evidently, it's happened. <laughs> There's eight million people in the Congo. So what's right what, now? What good is putting a sorcerer behind bars? That's why they're. That's what they're saying. So they're going trying to kill them. Lin- they're trying to lynch them. Yeah, you got to kill the sorcerers. You can't just put them in jail. You, you piss them off. They'll make everybody's wieners little. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And then one of the radio stations. In Kinshasa? Yes. Reported that beware, look out for if you're jumping in a taxi and the driver is wearing a gold ring. Listeners were advised to beware of passengers in the car, in the taxi, and the drivers wearing gold rings. These are what you look for. The Yeah. We should syndicate to the Congo. Yeah, we should, because we need to give them some, some sweet. <laughs> different approaches. <laughs> Things will come in this morning to the morning signal. They say how Where are old taxi driver <laughs> about wearing the ring? He's they, Lincoln Park. They said, here's how it works. The sorcerers, <laughs> the sorcerers simply touch you, touch you anywhere on your body. And your pee-pee shrinks. Genitals shrink and disappear. Kind of like Rosie O'Donnell. She's a sorcerer. Kill her. And then there's a little catch to it, because some of these witch doctors will turn back around and say, you know what, for a little cash, I'll take this curse off you. 
So they're shim sham flim flam man. Some of them are. But you don't want to take your chances. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to roll that way, just beware. Well, they should work the uh, sh- the sorcerers over there because Africa's got that huge AIDS problem. Get the sorcerers to give all the people with AIDS little wieners. And then uh, all the non-AIDSy people, you'll know by the size of their peepees. Brilliant. God, I hope that doesn't come to America. Yeah, I hope that that... that Women don't learn that. That's all we need is a group of penis snatchers. (laughs) That's exactly right. It's a great band name, though, kids. If you're starting your band and you're sitting there thinking, Jesus Chrysler Supercar? No. Penis snatchers. You may never really make it into the mainstream, but... Yeah, but you know what? It's still fun. And you're not going to make it anyway. You're in Mesa. So, just call yourself something silly and at least get a little local attention. Write your music for uh, Nickelodeon. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be a Jonas Brother. Hannah Penis Montana. Yeah. Opening for Hannah. Billion dollars. Penis Snatchers. <laughs> That's exactly it. There is your Brady Report. We'll get pictures of the tumor-faced girl up as soon as possible. It's happening far too often, but that's why Brady's here, to help us understand. It's 98 KUPD. We don't hate, we understand. According to a new study, the key to a great marriage is giving each other performance reviews twice a year. Totally agree. Researchers at Clark University and... Not sexual performance. Just total like a a job appreciation performance review. Yeah, they had couples come in every six months and fill out forms about the strengths and weaknesses in their marriages. Then they had couples share their forms with each other. Uh, They also had some couples come in for interviews but didn't have them do the performance evaluations. Right. After a few years... They found the couples who gave each other reviews had major improvements in their relationship, satisfaction, and their intimacy. After every sexual romp Megan and I have, about 24 hours later, I recap it like a highlight show on the NFL Network. You do your own sex center. I do sex center afterwards. She drives her nuts. And I'll say something last. I'll say something like, "It was great humping you last night. That was good fun for both of us." I oh, think. Oh, it's your presser. Oh, here we- it's, it's a presser. Day after yep. presser. It's, it is the Tuesday afternoon. Nice. Good afternoon, everybody. Afternoon, everybody. Had a nice night of humping last night. Megan's got a knee. Megan got a knee. <laughs> uh, I have a bit of an elbow. The rest is just the bumps and bruises associated with physical sexual activity. Is Megan questions? That would be yes. Awesome. Is Megan active tonight? Megan is active tonight. We're going to go with her on the probable list. Depending on if she eats and bloats. If she bloats, we're going to keep her out. Who's on the pump list? On the pump list tonight, we're looking at the wife, Megan. We're going to keep her on the pump list. Things can change, though. So, uh, you know, never know. Depending on dinner time or any sort of uh, imbibing of wine, the woman's belly could swell and she would not feel uh, ripe for sexual activity. Coach, after your day off yesterday, what kind of things are you looking for in practice today? Took a day off yesterday just to give everybody a little rest. We had a pretty good practice the day before. Nice hump session that night. Uh, Is looking, it full contact today, looking Coach? Looking to get back into full contact. We're in the past. We're going to get back out there and really let it fly. You know, this such is life in the sexual NFL. Is the uh, scheming and the offense, is there going to be a lot more playing the tight end? We're going to try to play the tight end as much as we can, although the tight end has been quite elusive. How have you dealt with the new rules? Coach. New rules with the hands? Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, it is what it is. It's the same for both sides. As long as they don't change the rules on their end, I don't change my rules. We're playing on the even field. Still able to accomplish your goals? Trying to get through the goals. That's the end game, you know? As long as somebody's covered in something at the end, we've done our job. Thank you very much. 
But yeah, I do it every single time we do it the next day. And I don't do it on purpose. I just start thinking about it. I'm like, I really like that part where your legs were under my legs. And we did that kind of pretzel. Like, Stop talking about it. Like, no, you, you got to talk about it. I, I, with it a step be, and repeat behind it. Would be a great idea. <laughs> In your house. <laughs> great idea. Let's talk about our next opponent, the reverse cowgirl. And we've had the reverse cowgirl before. We know exactly what they're about. We've seen it. We know how this works. Its strengths and weaknesses uh, present itself fairly regularly. But yeah, I do it every time, and I always talk about that. I'm like, I really like when you do that and that certain thing. And then I ask her questions, and she's gotten to the point where she's answering my questions now. The press conference goes great. And I think it's really done wonders for making everything better. Yeah, Not this- that it was ever bad, but if you just review your performances, and I'm talking about sexual ones, but if you do it every six months, like let's sit down and talk about marriage performance. How we doing? And then you break down a list of things. Man, that's golden. That's how the world works. That's, that's communicating with people so they know where their weaknesses are. And you never run into that thing in two years from now where you're like, well, you never asked. I believe we reviewed it. I every believe we week. reviewed that every six months, and our sexual activity was reviewed on a daily basis. And that's exactly what they say at the end. The, the researchers say the performance reviews are a good way to sniff out potential problems yeah. in a relationship before they go to, get too big or drive you to counseling or yeah. splitting up. You start building those walls, they get big fast. If you can knock them down every couple months and just say, all right, let's take a look. Something, something's here. Let's. Uh, your ambition seems to be waning. You've put on a few pounds. Let's get back. You know, and you get it before she's put on 40 pounds. She's put on sure. nine pounds. He's put on seven or eight pounds. He doesn't. If that's what it's about. Well, or there's it's something about in that, though. The, the financial. The, I mean, your main. Sure. You're spending too much is, money. Yeah. The, no, the I mean, typical, um, you can, you know, you're not listening to me. Right. Financial. You put on weight. All those things. I guess main you get stuff, out of trouble. Sex and money. They're the ones that counselors always say this is what we hear about most of the time, sex and money. Sex comes from the idea that you stop trying. When they both go away, oh, you're doomed. tough relationship. You're doomed. Nobody wants to be there. Yeah, everybody plan a sit-down today with their significant other. Say, so here's, here's uh, what I love that we do, and here's where I think uh, we can work. And you know what you have to do is kind of bring something to the table that you know annoys them about you. Right. That way you're not just attacking. And I'm trying to work on that. Thing. I got that, you know, I got a habit you know. of making a big deal out of this and this and this. And I'm, I know I'm that trying. toenail gets weird. I'll take care <laughs> right. of it. Well, we can check. The Eagle the, Talon. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got one. Yeah. Clark University to see if they have a printout of the I don't want to print forms. If you, if you need a, if you need a printout, no, nope. uh, you go in there with what you know. Because deep down, you know all the things you want to say. You're just afraid of them. A lot of people are afraid of their spouses and are afraid to say the things that they know are in their heads. There's something out there. Every one of you driving to work right now wants to say to your wife or her husband. But you're just like, ah, I'll just let it go. Something but, bothers you. But here's, what, here's their go. point, John, is they're saying they had couples come in. And the one set just talked. They did interviews. The other ones filled out the forms right. and then talked about the performance right. evaluations. Well, you can have the And form. those that did that were better than the ones that were just well, kind of talking about it. So far. I mean, you can fill the form out and do that. I think there's just a way to be more open with somebody. Forms and stuff are, I guess it's, you know, it's they can help you, but you're in trouble anyway. When you write it down. Yeah, write Sometimes. down a list of things. A write list, it down. A what list of issues. Been saying for a week. Yep. Write it down. You're like a waiter. You're supposed to write everything down. Nothing good comes from you going, I'll wing it. Ah, let's see if I get this right. Earlier this year, this 29-year-old in uh, Canada, 
shoved, I remember this, $71 worth of meat down his pants. <laughs> the store caught him on video. He was arrested. Then the store put the meat right back on the shelves. Oh, God. They didn't take the pubes out or anything? <laughs> well, they probably hosed them off a little. It's probably oh. a pube or two that hung on for dear life. They stay. Yeah. They can stick, it on, was a wrapped. Sh- they can stick on a shower soap for days. You can just run it underwater. That thing ain't going anywhere. How's anyway, this pube? The, the meat <laughs> went flying out the door. No I, problems. I think that's where Velcro comes from. Yeah, pubes. Because it is an undeniable fact that it is hard to get a pube off a of soap. It had to be the guy who invented Velcro's idea. I can't get these things off. Anyway, I, yeah. bet, I bet if I locked them together, you I like open you it. you can grab it off a of soap, throw it down, yeah. and then look back down at the soap, it's and then the it's back yeah. on the side of it. It's like the elf of the shelf. <laughs> it like slides around yeah, the like soap. The and the worse is because you never believe it's your pube. Either. Yeah, it probably is, but you're always picturing one stray from the wife. Holmberg's morning sickness. Like, oh, I had one the other day that huge. embedded on the the back of the soap, and it looked like a brontosaurus. It was, <laughs> it was like, like a fossil. fossil. Yeah, yeah. Has your pube yeah. ever looked like Jesus on any of the soap? Not yet, like, but uh, if it does, yet. <laughs> not, not yet. yet. eBay, <laughs> you pay that right up. Fingers oh, crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Just waiting. Not yet, but I do search out my Jesus pube. He is a devout Christian. <laughs> sure. I will see it eventually. Would you look at that? <laughs> Jesus in my pubes. I'm like, darn it, nope, it's Don King again. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing that lady from the Brady Report's hair. <laughs> One looks like a gingerbread house. Never seen Jesus in there. Yeah, pubes are amazing. Just an <laughs> unbelievable, unnecessary thing, but man, are they stubborn. I'm not sure how it, I think it works all right on meat packaging, on the cellophane. They they were able to stretch out. They hang out. Hey, Sometimes there's little holes in that. Uh, yeah. yeah, and they wrapping. stick to porcelain, which is designed to be slippery and get everything off. And pubes would just be hanging out in the side of the porcelain. Like, go ahead, pour water on me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm locked in. You say they're unnecessary, but I think they they have some use down there. They protect a little cushioning. I guess. A little cushioning if you fall the wrong way. I think it's more of a warning system for all your stuff. Because you brush the pubes, and it's because, you know, like, oh, there's something close to the real important thing. So there are warnings. They're yeah. like curb feelers for That's your balls. <laughs> We've got you know, more. it's your, your body. If you get a hole, like a stoma or something like yeah. that, you get a hole, it'll grow yeah. hair over it. Yeah, don't disregard. It. Don't oh, disregard I, that stuff. The I power. disregard yeah. them only because they seem <laughs> to be superfluous. It's excessive. Like, I could use okay. curb feelers. You wouldn't put, like, 180 of them on your car. Maybe four. Give me four good quality wiry pubes that hang off of the good spots and the balls. The brushing's going to get to them, but this this jungle that's developed that grows down my legs is like just a it's a virus of hair. This guy in uh, Minnesota, Eugene Rakow, he's a uh, carpenter. Shot himself with a nail gun accidentally. Pierced his heart. My heart. Yeah. Two millimeter. <laughs> How do you actually shoot yourself in the heart with a nail gun? I guess it's reaching around and boom, boom. Well, you're from Minnesota. But yeah. You aren't you yeah. shooting it that, that direction? Well, what? he was checking. So oh, I got the, working, I eh? got the Parkinson's disease, you see, and an occasional, like, fire off a couple rounds. He was building a deck for a neighbor Friday night. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, it's tough. You did that on purpose. Maybe his uh, Harry, he, was there's the mail and the Are you ready? There he is laying in bed and now nails. here's the X-ray. You said you got that deck dead like a week. Into the heart. Wow, he, he oh, survived. 
I'm going to be known in St. Bonifacius for a long time, right? I got nailed Friday night. Yup. Looks like it's going to be a cold winter. Right in the bubbler. The uh, It's hard to do that. You fire those big nails, you can put the gun down and it'll shoot at you if you goof. But They said they uh, pulled the nail out and they plugged the hole with foam. <laughs> do, 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 foam. You love that commercial. <laughs> Oof, Is that even it's on hot our station? outside. Is that on our station? No. <laughs> should be, but our sales staff doesn't make that call, evidently. They just never heard it. You have it? Oh, that's the oh. gun. I've been doing this all weekend with little, because I'm doing stuff at the house. Oh, I've been, I've been firing, I'm doing Wayne's All in decks done. And you start shooting those things, and you get a little careless with those guns, because they're so easy to operate. But it's going to happen to you. Nah, we're using penny nails. Not really. No? No, I mean, you got to work to put it in you, though. Okay. You are going to shoot you yourself. Yeah, they're easy. You, you don't fire it from a distance. It. <laughs> it's, it's right up against the wall. Hey, did you think that guy was going to no, hit himself he, in the heart? No, there's something we don't know yet. There's uh-huh. somebody goofing off there. Plus, he's firing those giant deck nails. I'm using little finishing nails. They're tiny. You're going to have finishing nails all yeah, through finishing nail go barely through your skin. You pull it out like a pin. It's nothing. They I might just fire one a, in there uh, to see if it hurts. They're so small. This 48-year-old man in Florida named Anthony Tardeno wandered up to a police crime scene. Saw a marked patrolled SUV and decided to set it on fire. <laughs> Walked over to a nearby dumpster, pulled out a bag of trash, lit it with a lighter, and he did that, the SUV. He left the scene, went to a bar, but later came back to confess to the police. Right. Told the detectives, uh, I was I'm drunk. Sorry. And I do some dumb things when I'm drunk. Look, you got to give this guy a break. His name is Tony Tardo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's had a really rough go, and occasionally he's going to snap, light a cop car on fire, and go have a couple of pops. Tony Tardo is not a guy that you can... you got to give him more leeway than most. If you're a judge, you're like, sorry about that, Anthony Tardo. You, you're allowed to do some stupid stuff now. No one got hurt. Let's just chalk this up to your horrible, horrible last name. If you own a Subaru Ascent or Ascents, um, there's uh, 272,000 of them that were sold between 2019 and 2022. That's a lot of Mercury fans. Park it outside. Make sure you park it outside. If it can blow up It'll air. catch on fire. Is that the there's electric Subaru? Um, not sure. But they're recalling all of them. They should give away vibrators with each Subaru sold. There's been two two fires. Since. Man. Like that would be, like, you know, sometimes they give you a little... <laughs> Actually, they and the vibrator company might go out. Although of I think their slogan is "Share the Love Sales Event." Mm-hmm. Mm. It is vibrating massage seats. Let me take a look at that there. Oh, yeah, that'll get her done. We're driving to the mountains. Get in, Cheryl. I just bought this thing. Turn the seats on. I can't remember if Jay drives a Subaru or not. I think she used to. I think she used to also. Brady used to. No. Out, vibrating seats. Outback great. days. It's a great car. What's this for? Well, most people who buy this are women. It, that rests against your lady button. I don't have a lady Whoa. button. Wow. Wow. It had a lady that button. That feels that good. Cold. I'm just frosty. <laughs> oh, baby. In Colon Township, Michigan, there's another dude out of his mind. He, uh, Jumped into a car, 
The, he was speeding. The cops caught up with him. He sends them on a chase. Wrecks into a couple of cars on the way and then finally ditches it. Goes running. The one cop runs after him. That's where he turns around and takes off all his clothes and attacks the cop. Is his last name Tardo as well? It is not. We don't have a name of the person. Yes, it is. They're distant relatives. (laughs) They're they're definitely related. Just a man from Colon Township. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 